live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Jacksonville, and Jacksonville is a historically great opening because of Trevor Lawrence's contract. Over the next three years, they're going to save upwards of $40 million a year of what they would have to pay him as a veteran quarterback. Mm. The day I get that job, I'm getting Devontae Adams on the phone saying, congratulations, you're a Jacksonville Jaguar. Okay. I am not getting off the phone. DJ Chark's coming back. Travis Etienne's coming back. Guys, this reminds me of when Steve Kerr went to the Golden State Warriors, and he had the foundation there. They made a couple of tweaks, and the rest is history. Mm. This is a team that should be in the playoffs next year with a great young quarterback. If you could stop Derrick Henry and your Jonathan Taylor, they should be competing next year. Can, can, I, can we play? Uh, can I ask Alex? Wow. Okay, relax, Mike. Was that Tannenbaum? That's it. That's a boy right there, Brent. What, what was this going? He's probably smoking the same Sunshine Rainbows that you're smoking, huh? I mean, this guy just rejuvenated my holiday season. Playoff bun? Devontae Adams just coming here? my holiday season. Devontae Adams coming here? I mean, you know I'm a big fan of it, but Devontae Adams coming here? He's having some fun in Green Bay right now. Rodgers is weird, man. He doesn't know what he's going to do. He might play hey. He might play in Canada do we, next year. Do you know, know what Trevor Lawrence is going to do? Did he get some touchdown passes? Yeah. I'd like to How'd you that. both miss that sound? Where was that? No, I... I it was like, I get up this morning. So I saw that. I didn't hear the, the Devonta Adams part. Yeah. Yeah. Been saving that one all day. I appreciate that. What do you think, Brent? I mean, come back down to reality, please. Uh, let's have I'm, an honest I'm, conversation about I'm, this. I'm like just telling right, Tannenbaum how much Medium. I love him right now. Dan, Mike, let's get together sometime. Get on the golf course a little bit. Let's talk Jaguars. <laughs> let's talk Trevor. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, can we, can we hear that again? Unbelievable. Can we play the whole thing again? Unbelievable. I mean, just want to lift your spirits of rainy. It's, it's a bad around here in Jacksonville. Like, even Mr. Sunshine of Rainbows has been down in the dumps. You have been super negative. He'll turn. Good to have you on the team. And Mike Tannenbaum to the rescue on this holiday week. Uh, it was exactly a year ago where we, we got Trevor Lawrence, by the way, December 21st, 2020, when the Jets beat the Rams. Sure. And all this set in motion. Uh, we sang songs on TV. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, and, and I needed something to pick me up around these holidays. And Mike Tannenbaum delivered this on Get Up This Morning. Let's hear it again. It's Jacksonville, and Jacksonville is a historically great opening because of Trevor Lawrence's contract. Over the next three years, they're going to save upwards of $40 million a year of what they would have to pay him as a veteran quarterback. Mm. The day I get that job, I'm getting Devontae Adams on the phone saying, congratulations, you're a Jacksonville Jaguar. Okay. I am not getting off the phone. DJ Chark's coming back. Travis Etienne's coming back. Guys, this reminds me of when Steve Kerr went to the Golden State Warriors, and he had the foundation there. They made a couple of tweaks, and the rest is history. Hmm. This is a team that should be in the playoffs next year with a great young quarterback. If you could stop Derrick Henry and your Jonathan Taylor. Hey, ESPN executives right now in Mike Tannenbaum's office. Pee in this cup, please, sir. <laughs> right after that soundbite. Like, he, he said that, and they didn't let him get off set. They, they brought the cup to the table and said, you got to be in this right now because you might be on something. I don't care. I love whatever he's on. I mean, okay, basically what he's saying is Devontae Adams is Kevin Durant. Dude couldn't even get to the car without taking the Prince. Stop. That is what he's saying, though. That's what he's saying. Okay.
a few things it. here. Is he wrong? Yes, he's. I mean, listen, I'm. Listen, you're going to be doing. You're going to be hosting the parade with me if Devontae no, Adams I'm, comes I'm, to Jacksonville. I'm, listen, I've been a, a big Devontae Adams advocate, but number one, let's not call the Jacksonville Jaguars the Golden State Warriors right now, because we are not that. All right, we don't have a Clay Thompson. You don't have a Draymond Green. You don't have a Steph Curry. Oh, we at least have Trevor's. At least Draymond Green. At Trevor's least one of those guys. Does he play good defense. Okay, Clay who's Thompson. Scoring? Who's scoring? Clay Thompson. Who is putting up points for the Jacksonville Jaguars? That's the point. Etienne's healthy. DJ Chark. Okay. Devontae Adams. So, so all of a sudden, Travis Etienne's going to fill into Clay Thompson. I guess Trevor Lawrence and Steph Curry now, one of the best It's not what I said. The, but I'm saying who's what putting I'm up saying. points right now. I'm saying that Trevor has to be at least one of the three. I started with Draymond because he's the worst. Yeah, I'm but good. I'm saying Draymond plays deep. But he's good because he's like the defensive. Oh, you know what? Okay, I agree with you, Casey. He's like the lifeblood of the team. Uh-huh. He's facilitating. Okay. Facilitating. Fine. Trevor Lawrence is Draymond. Now, who's Steph Curry and who's Clay Thompson? And don't tell me Travis Etienne because I haven't seen him play yet. And go. Travis Etienne can clearly be Clay Thompson. We just need that Steph Curry. Can it, we just need Trevor to be Steph Curry <laughs> and Josh <laughs> Allen or Tyson Campbell to be Draymond Green. You just need the best or shooter Devontae in the world. Adams, dude. You, you just need the most prolific offensive guy in the world, and you're good to go. Cool. Okay. Oh, that's it then. Yeah, bring Devontae Adams. You got it. Come in Durant. Let's go. Devontae Adams is worth at least two wins. For sure. No, I mean, I agree with you. If, okay. If we rolled out next year, Trevor with ETN and James Robinson and and uh, Devontae yeah. and DJ Chark brought him back on a show-me deal. Yeah. You right. wouldn't be excited? If you had Devontae Adams? Yeah. Yeah, I would be absolutely ecstatic, obviously. I would be in the streets. We'd be parading, Brent. We, you can get on my motorcycle. We're doing the power of your yeah. thing in a good way this Very time. Very good. Not, by, the way, your phone. by the way, maybe we should have did the power of your thing when I said we should be concerned <laughs> about this team. Am I right? Remember that Houston Probably. game? We should have did yeah. that. We yeah. should have warned people. We knew. But we got to come back down to reality a little bit. All right, because the last thing I'm going to do right now in December is, is have hope and faith again after the whole Urban Meyer debacle, right? Because we sit here, oh, we got Urban Meyer, we got Trevor Lawrence, it's going to be a good one, I can't wait. Things are turning around, and now I'm sitting here in December, depressed, weather, horrible, can't wait to go back home, that's going to be fun. But let's be honest, Brent, this December, it's been a rough one for us. It has. So I don't want to hype myself up again where we talk about Devontae Adams coming to Jacksonville and the Jaguars being playoff contenders after a season where we win two games. Mike Tomlin, I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the intensity. Not going to happen, though. Yeah, I appreciate him, too. He's, he picked me up. I needed a little pick-me-up, and sure as hell wasn't going to come from you. No, I mean. Sure as hell wasn't coming I, from Casey. Sorry, sorry. I'm I played real. the sound. So, if Casey found the audio. Found it, sound. Played it. I did yeah. not hear that today. Odds that Devontae Adams comes to Jacksonville and go. Less than 1%. One percent? No, less than. So like point five. No, point three. Yeah. It's all point about one. the Benjamins. Yeah. You sure about that? Yes. Okay. okay. I, th- I we had this conversation when you were here, and I asked Austin how much you'd have to overpay him. Austin said like eight to nine million over. No, him. a year, eight to nine million over. E- no. Do you think Devonta Adams, where he's at in his career, of being one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, know you're gonna get paid wherever you go? Know you're probably going to dominate if you have that quarterback in place. You think he's going to choose Jacksonville, who's an up-and-starting team, or was he going to choose a team that has a chance to win a Super Bowl at this point in his career? Well, first of all, you have to, you have to eliminate 75% of the teams at least that could afford him in free agency. Okay. And the Jags were one of those teams that could be in the mix in free agency. Uh, now, so to your point, maybe in Indianapolis that has a lot of money, if they wanted to add a weapon like that, yeah. they might be able to. They look closer to be that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fair point there. I don't know how many other teams I'd have to look at everybody's uh, cap. But 
Bears, Raiders, Packers. The Jets maybe have some Jets, money, right? So, Lions. All right, cool. so, so wait. You said cool. the Bears, Raiders. Lions. Jets. Lions, okay. Jacksonville's no different than any of them. Patriots probably somehow swing something to get him. You know, well, I mean, the they spent a ton of money last year. So, I, I mean, no, I, I think there's a better chance of them, if they wanted to, to get him than other people think. Because I don't care what you say about going to win Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. This is his payday. Okay. This is Devontae Adams' payday. You know okay. what comes before a Super Bowl? Making my family rich for the, the next, for generations. Okay. And this is the opportunity. And by the way, no state income tax goes a long way here. Uh, so, mm. and you would so, be. So, t- so then Tampa Bay, when, when they cut Chris Godwin. Got South it. Beach Gary just called in to say the Dolphins because they have more cap space than the Jags. Well. And by the way, he, he wants to play for the Raiders. He said it because his, his best friend's Derek Carr. Oh, there you is go. Derek Carr going to be playing for the Raiders? That's a good point. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Derek Carr will probably going to the Green Bay Packers. So then he's saying. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Say. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I just say I don't think you'd have to overpay as much as you're saying. I think you got to get in the ballpark. I mean, how many teams can afford even uh, Michael Thomas's deal was what twenty million a year? Is that is that still the highest paid receiver deal? I think it I is. Yeah. Um, if it's twenty million a year, if the Jags were to pay twenty two million, how many other people are paying twenty two million a year? Uh, first of all, I don't. Here's the thing, I don't think the Jags are going to go pay that kind of money for a receiver. I don't. But isn't it about helping out Trevor Lawrence? I think it is, but I don't well, think they're going to do that. It's just it hasn't. Hopkins. Is Hopkins now what? At 21? 27.2. That's a short deal, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. man, he's at 27 a year? Mm-hmm. Julio is at 22, apparently. Oof. Oof, jinx. <laughs> oof. That would hurt us, didn't it? Yeah. And, and I so hate that, Tennessee. And it's Titans fans, but ooh, <laughs> that would cut right to the core on the holidays. Man. Ke- Keenan Allen's at 20. Earned it. Yeah. So I, I think it would be a longer-term deal, which then would bring that yearly average down, uh, not to the, the Hopkins level is my guess. But I don't know. I just don't see them. They have so many holes that I wonder if a GM comes in here and will be that aggressive with the one position. So here we got right here. This is a, a website. I mean, I don't know how dependable it is, but top five landing spots for Devontae Adams. Give me Jacksonville in the top five. Not even close. Oh. Las Vegas Raiders, number one. Colts, number two. Chargers, number three. Chargers, huh? Yep. Uh, that would be bear, disgusting. They're going to spend 40-something million on, on you receivers a year? Disgusting. Hey. Just, can you imagine Herbert, those oh numbers? my goodness. I mean, you got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and the fuck the Adams. No, well, well, actually, the reason they said it, I think they think Mike Shut Williams is gone. Right? Mike oh, Williams okay, is well, free. Get him out of here. He's, He's fine. Yeah, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Mike Williams is a free agent, I think. Okay. Well, then, yeah. can you imagine Keenan Allen and Devonta Adams and Justin Herbert? Oh, man. And Eckler. No oh. chance. Oh, passing out. Uh, can you imagine being a Char- Chargers fan? How exciting that would be? Uh, Are there any of those? I mean. In L.A.? Today. There will be. Never saw a Charger, L.A. Chargers jersey shirt one time. Hey, we're out there for three days, and I never saw one. There will be. Uh, Bears, <laughs> Chicago, and no. then the New York Jets. Gross. Was Colts on there? Yeah, yeah Colts, Colts are number two. second. How do you not go there? But yeah, Colts yeah. make some sense, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, Colts yeah. would make some sense. Yeah. Although, does Wentz scare you a little bit if you're Devontae Adams? Oh, yeah. he's from he went he's from California, right? Yeah. Oh, Chargers. Chargers. Oh there it is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's a lot of taxes, Devontae. Let man. me be your agent, man. You're, it's a oh. lot of taxes out there in California. I mean, Keenan... Oh, you have to pay him $35 million like? just to make an equivalent deal. What is that going to... 
I'm sure endorsements would be all right. <laughs> what is that going to look like, though, Brad? You imagine Keenan Allen and Devonta Adams and Justin Herbert. He could get paid and win the Super Bowl at the same time. Oh. And you got the young quarterback that he's in, you know? I mean, Trevor, we'll see. You know, we'll see. That'd be good. We'll see. Be good. Justin Herbert. There's no way a team's spending 40-plus million on receivers. You never know, man. I can't imagine it. You never know. Probably going to the Chiefs. Anyways. <laughs> the Chiefs will figure out. Probably. Hey, we're probably going to the Chiefs. Tyreek Hill, Devonta Adams, Travis Kelsey. How much instantaneously better would Adams be if he were to join the Jags? Like, how much would they be better on offense with one player like that? Yeah. Or would he be... Would you be afraid of bustability and he signed a deal that he's not going to live up to? And then we have the conversations of he's great because Aaron Rodgers and as no, well see. and all this stuff. I mean, listen, you do have a guy that can throw the football here. That's one thing. You know, you're not asking him to come to an empty quarterback room. I understand yeah. Trevor hasn't been Trevor. Uh, but still, I think there are a lot of people. He could still have a little bit of a Pied Piper effect of people. He'll get people to play with him. I think the talent speaks for itself. And he's going to get an excuse this year from the outside looking in because of the urban and everything else stuff. Yeah. I think with Devonta Adams, you're talking about arguably the best wide receiver in all of football, but probably, and you know, with Hopkins, cause he's kind of banged up. He's definitely the best route runner right now in the NFL. Yeah. So if you have the best route runner in the NFL, I don't think it matters how good your quarterback is. Like, you're going to get open. Now, it's the quarterback's job to get you that football and to get it on the money, which Aaron Rodgers can do time and time again. But I think if you're asking me if Devonta Adams goes someplace else, will there be regression because he's not with Aaron Rodgers? As long as the quarterback can put it in the vicinity, no, not regression. I think he's the best route runner. So, like Casey said, he's good for two wins. I think so. Yeah. I'll come with you on that. Uh, and then there's all these other things of how he changes your team, your offense. Like, how, how much better does he make your running game? Like, how much better Trevor does he Lawrence. make a guy like DJ Chark or your tight ends or whatever, you know? I mean, the trickle-down effect of... Makes Marvin having, Jones better. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, Marvin's a two-year deal. I mean, now you become a legit two or even a three receiver, depending. Um, it, it, that's what I'm asking, I guess. Like, how much would you consider it... Not only because you like Devontae Adams, a superstar player, but how much he would make the rest of it work once you once you get this blockbuster talent, yeah. the domino effect of everything else. Really, it's, it's kind of like think about the secondary, right? If you have Jalen Ramsey or a shutdown corner, well, you're, you've shut down half the field now, so you can yeah. do other things that you wouldn't be allowed to do if you didn't have that guy. If I'm Shad Khan, I'm taking a look at Trevor Lawrence, and I see this year and said, okay, our bad, right? We. We did a horrible job of giving you talent. We did a horrible job of giving you an environment to succeed, and we did not cultivate any kind of um, progression out of you this year. That's our bad. To make it right, let's go ahead and give them the best wide receiver in the entire NFL, and let's say, now that's what you, what, you, what you can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where you're at. If you can bring CM Punk to AEW, you can bring <laughs> Devonta Adams to Jacksonville and the Jaguars. Make it happen. Okay. Does CM Punk have any part of the kismet? I wonder. Do you think he gets like on the weekends for like one? Like, <laughs> At least a weekend a year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. At least a weekend a year. He has to. All right, Devante. Hey, what, what crazier signing? CM Punk to AEW, Casey, or Devonte Adams to Jacksonville? It's the, the, the Jaguars. It's so weird because it's very similar. I it think. is. Uh, I think, I think Devonte Adams because yeah. why in the world would you come to Jacksonville? True. At least AEW was the up-and-coming hot thing. Yeah, there was a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it, Brent, the money and the state that's tax. That's, that's but the only thing that happened. Here's the one yeah. thing. I'll, I'll tell you this. The one thing Shad Khan told us. Okay. He said, listen, 
Spare me all the other details about why guys come to the team. Okay. And who will come. Okay. Said, but I've been doing this 10 years now, and you know who comes? The people you pay the most. Okay. And so that, I mean, now, now he knows the negotiations more okay. than others. I don't, okay. I don't know what that means. Uh, did they, does that mean they miscalculated on maybe a tight end like Janu Smith or somebody like that this year and didn't pay him as much as they should have? Mm-hmm. Certainly could have. But over his years, I mean, there are, there are instances of this. Calais Campbell came to Jacksonville. You would have said, okay, you could go to Denver, your hometown team, or you could come to Jacksonville. Well, why? Because they paid him like $3 million more a year to come to Jacksonville. They upped the ante. Mm-hmm. You know, so the only player I've seen that, Again, I think the Giants had to match it, and, and maybe they even ended up with a little more at the end of the day, is Olivier Vernon. He was the guy who wanted to play in the big city, and he said that, and Jags ponied up a ton of money, and they actually won that because it would have been a waste of money probably for Olivier Vernon yeah. um, for the amount that they were spending. But wasn't there Alex Mack too or not? No, the, the Mack thing was a uh, the Cleveland Browns had a chance to match Okay. What the Jags offered. And so they did. Okay. What the Jags didn't do the next year is they were like, okay, we're not going to go after Mac. Well, then the Falcons did. Okay. And they made the mistake potentially. Now they end up getting Linder and stuff. Linder's been on and off. He's a good player, but he hasn't been healthy. But at the time, they messed that up. Like they should have got Alex Mack the next year. They thought he was getting a little older. And a year later, they didn't want to spend the kind of money they were willing to spend the year prior. Mm. But because of the way his deal was structured, they actually reached for Mack and then the Browns matched for the one year he became a free agent the next year and then atlanta went after him the jags kind of were like okay we're not going to do this okay so they they didn't try okay so i mean i'm just saying i that just inside that that's how much they feel at least the money okay. so if the jack my point being if they think that way and, and we, who knows i think guys go for other reasons too and i don't well, think you guys are wrong yeah but i also think you might be wrong saying why would he want to come to jacksonville because this is why he'd want to come okay. to Jacksonville. Well, then, with that being said, give me all the, the, the highly valued agents that they've got the past 10 years here, besides Clayus Campbell. Well, I would just ask you, I would say, well, A.J. Boye was one. Sure. They paid okay. him the most. I mean, A.J. Boye was okay. another guy. Okay. So, um, I just feel like this organization, and I'm a little shot, I'm saying the GMs in place and the way they think are not willing to go all in on a player like that because at times I feel like they feel like they need more. They don't want to just go, okay, we're going to go give 25% of our free agency money or 40% of our free agency money to one player because we have holes here, 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 and here. So is it smart to do that? What I'm telling you is if the Jags wanted to go get Devontae Adams and do that dance, I think they could really make him think about it. And then he'd have to say, no, I want to see if the Chargers will match it or the Raiders will match it or whatever. I think they could get themselves in that game, boom, like that. It's just a matter if they're going to want it. But to me, it's not about matching. Like, if a team, for instance, if it's about matching, then Devontae Adams is going to L.A. 10 times out of 10. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I would say the the Chargers would have to match. The Jags can raise the ante is my point. Oh, sure, sure. And if the Chargers are willing to go where the Jags are willing to go, then I agree with you. I think he would go over But but I think if the Chargers even go, I don't know, 5 million less, 4 million less, I think Devontae Uh, Adams is Okay. See, that's where I think you're wrong. Okay. I mean, signing bonuses are a thing, you know. Austin, signing bonuses are. How long know. do you think Austin. the contract's going to be? That's probably a five-year deal. So you're looking at twenty million dollars if you take four less. Signing you're bonuses at $20 are a million thing, dollars plus taxes and all the rest in California versus here. Signing bonuses are a thing, though. Like, if you're the Chargers, why don't we just upfront everything and say, okay, we'll give you this much signing bonus, way more than the Jaguars giving you, and then we'll make it up in the front end. Well, again, if the deal looks better, 
then I, I, I can't dispute that he would go somewhere else. Okay. My point being, if the Jags wanted to make the best deal, they probably have the wherewithal, and they could. Okay. And, and if they made the best deal, I don't think Devontae Adams is going somewhere else because he's buddies with Derek Carr or because he's from California. I think he's going to chase the money at the end of the day. I think you're chasing the money to an extent, but you can't look past the optics which have played this team the past decade. Like, this was the same team a couple years ago. The NFLP is like, don't sign there. Like, I think that... That's fair. I think that conversation gets brought about in NFL circles. But, like, yeah. I think right now the Jaguars, in terms of optics and in terms of bringing free agents, they don't want to come here. Now, bring a head coach in, bring a new GM here, and change that, then by all means. But I think right now the optics of the Jacksonville Jaguars in terms of free agents coming out is like, ugh, I don't know if I want to go there. Yeah, Even with Trevor uh, Lawrence. Yeah, I think they're going to be in a better position, by the way. I would actually give more validity to that if Urban Meyer was going to be the coach in 2022. I wondered how that would work out. I think they okay. would get people that would say, I don't think I want to go down and play for Urban Meyer, a college guy, and all the stuff I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. But I think the benefits of Jags is that they might end up with a Jim Caldwell or a Doug Peterson or somebody like that that's like, I go play for that guy. Like, I don't think they're going to have that problem mm -hmm. necessarily uh i would say the one guy that and again this isn't blockbuster i think the jags offered a better deal to a guy like dan arnold mm -hmm. and he chose to go play for carolina for for maybe a little bit less but when i'm talking like a little bit less i'm not talking like it was this major money difference mm -hmm. in part maybe because he didn't want to play for urban or because of the jag stuff Again, they can. I don't think they have to overpay as much as people want to say. Mm -hmm. I think they have to want the guy bad enough to pay. And if you go back to Calais, Dave Caldwell wanted him so badly that he was willing to go to places that nobody else was was going. Was that because it was Jacksonville? Maybe, but it wasn't another eight million dollars a year for Calais Campbell. Mm -hmm. It was. They might have got played a little bit by the Denver situation, too. There's some stories out there that maybe Denver wasn't as interested in, in Calais. That's part of yeah. the game. Yeah. You know, that's part of the negotiation. And by the way, that was an awesome move. Mm -hmm. They overpaid for Calais Campbell, so what? Yeah. Did they really? I don't think so. They may be underpaid. No, for sure. <laughs> for no, what they got. Th that paid off at the end of the day. So it, I, I just, again, I think the Jags are in a decent situation. Uh, again, uh, if you ask me, do they are they going to get Devontae Adams, I'd say no. But I wouldn't say because Devontae doesn't want to come here and wouldn't come here if, if offered a really good deal. I just doubt the Jags will play that kind of game, given the fact that they seemingly have a lot of holes to fill. And, and I would be surprised if they spent $22 million a year on a wide receiver. Hmm. I think you're trying to talk about Trevor Lawrence. You entertain it. You do. Because yeah. I thought it was about Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. But they might get, what's Gallup's deal for? They might say, hey, we can get Gallup for four years, $48 million, and say, we'll take that deal rather than Devontae for is Gallup, five years, $150 is Gallup a one million. receiver, though? Are we, are, are we sure Gallup's going to be one receiver? I don't think so. No. no. Yeah. I don't he's, a, he's a three, right? By the now. way, we can yeah, fault the so. organization for this way of thinking. I've just been around here long enough to know that. that yeah. I, I, and again, this could be different people in place. We have no idea what those people think. Um, fun talk, though. That's fun. Let's hire the Thanks, Green Mike Bay Thanks, assistant GM. Let's get him as the GM. I'll bring well, him over. Or, or maybe then you do hire Hackett. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Hackett and Devontae Adams. Would you bring I mean, if that... And the GM. If it meant Devontae Adams, let's go. Let's get it. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. 
seemed like it was pretty chippy out there too. What was the, the vibe like between the team? Chicago always like that. They like to talk trash, um, get us out of our game a little bit. That's that's what they do. You know, we just play our own game, mind our own business, keep playing football. I don't know. They just be liking to talk, just to talk uh, sometimes. But I mean, I like that. I like that energy. Gets me more fired up. So they want to keep doing it. Go ahead. Hmm. Which Viking? I don't know. You tell me. The one that you would desperately want on your team. Justin Jefferson? That's him. Yeah. I guess I hadn't heard a soundbite from Justin Jefferson. It didn't sound familiar. Did you see the hit in the game that got uh, the guy ejected? In the Viking fields? Yeah, did you see oh, that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It was interesting. I was watching it at first time, and I were debating this. He was so mad. I think he was really mad because, like, there weren't a lot of fantasy points being scored. Sure. And so then he hits a new level of mad about everything that goes on. Yeah. Amen, brother. Um, it's really a sickness. <laughs> but uh, it's all right. Like, I don't care that much about fantasy, so I can't yeah. go there. Yeah, I so, do. <laughs> so, uh, so he's. We're arguing over the. the Do you see the hit? The one in Kendrick's. Yeah. Right? And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so what I saw, what ha- I this is what I saw initially. All right. I saw at, he sees a slide, and you see him put his hands on him. Laid up. And so he lays up. Yeah. And but then, then and then, but then he hit, like, as he's kind of coming off him, he hits him in the head. Yeah. And Ty's like, he launched himself. Yeah. And I was like, I don't see him launching. Like, I get why, why you would say, and he might have. And by the way, they do, they show the slow motion, and I think it looks more and more like it. But I actually just thought that he saw he was sliding, tagged him down, and as he was coming up, remember, all this is happening fast. We don't compute that it's happening fast. And so when he's hit, when he comes boom up to get away from him, he hits him right in the head. And it looks like he's boom launching himself at him. And he ends up getting ejected. We don't see guys ejected very often. No, And he no, got ejected. No. Yeah, so the close-up really, you know, accentuated how bad it was. Yeah. It's a it's a hard spot to be in because a guy like Justin Fields, who can game-break anyone at any second, Absolutely. like, you have to be on your toes, yeah. right? So, like, you, you can't be lackadaisical in terms of how you approach a quarterback sliding because who knows he's going to slide or not. Maybe he's going to juke you and then keep on going. So it's hard just to lay off. That circumstance, though, like, I don't disagree with the ejection, but with to, to, I guess, have Kendricks back, I mean, dude, you're making... It's Justin Fields, all right? He's, he's shifty. He's dynamic. Who knows what he's going to do? Like, I would probably do the same thing. Yeah, I didn't see any, like, malicious intent going yeah. into the tackle. Like, I guess a lot of times we'll see a guy go dive onto him, yeah. right? And that's well, where we see the head contact. Well, I didn't see that there, so it looked a little different to me. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the wrong call from a... I was surprised he got ejected because you just don't see that very often. Guys get ejected. But 15 yards, I see it. I, I get that. Like, in fact, I didn't even see the helmet-to-helmet contact initially on the first mm-hmm. in live action. And then it's obvious. And so 15 yards. I thought the ejection was a little too much. Again, I, di- I didn't see any uh, reaction from Kendricks of it. I, d- I never saw an explanation. Mm-hmm. I just didn't look it up. But Now, Fields I- laying down there for a while helped things yeah, out, he too. Yeah, like- sell it. They'll sell it. Yeah. And, and you got to protect the QBs and all that's going to happen. But yeah. I, I don't know. I just felt uh, – I didn't think there was any malicious intent. Not to say it shouldn't be a penalty, but ejection felt like a lot. It's it's hard to play defense, Brent. It, it really is. It's real hard to play defense. Well, by the way, and Tom Brady and everybody else wants it to be even harder because now <laughs> what happens is Godwin gets hurt, and I understand it. Collinsworth brought it up too. Mm-hmm. It's like 
And, and what he didn't want to say, and this is what he was concerned about saying, is because if you ask any football person, which sounds crazy, but they'd rather you go after my head than you would knees, right? Yes. Because the knees are career-ending. Yes. The head, they'll deal with later on, but after they make all their money. Yes. I mean, that sounds like insane. No. But that's an actual way of thinking in, in amongst NFL players or some of them. Yeah. I mean, you can already not hit a defenseless receiver, and you shouldn't be able to, and you shouldn't be able to launch into a guy and take his head off. Like, I think that's okay. I don't want to see guys getting hurt. Mm -hmm. But now you can't go low on people, too, if that's no, what these guys want. I mean, where can you tackle a guy? You already have that with the quarterbacks that you can't do, like, anything. And mind you, we're just talking about this on the radio. Imagine playing a, a contact sport where it's a million miles per hour where you have literally fractions of a second to make a decision. And then get back to me on that. Yeah, I, I don't. And I don't Tom, think... Tom, who's never played defense in his life. <laughs> yeah. Who's always critical <laughs> yeah. of defenders. You Tom. I, I don't think we, we put enough... Um, I don't think we have enough conversation about how fast the game's played. Yeah. I, I just don't... I think we, we get wrapped up in what's right and wrong off slow-mo replays... I actually don't think we do this probably enough with the, the officiating. Like, officiating's hard because it happens so fast, mm. and they don't have six angles to it like you and I do when we see it in replay mode. I mean, the guy can easily be blocked out yeah. from seeing a tug or sure. seeing a whatever. Uh, then there are some obvious, again, I mean, some yeah, of the officiating. That's what you signed up for, though, you know? Well, I'm just saying it's easy to see why you miss some calls. Sure, sure. But I really think when we get to... Like, the college game, you know, I, I can't stand it. I can't stand these guys being ejected in the college game for targeting. Yeah. It's just ridiculous because, again, the game is fast, yet we slow it down on our couches and replays because of TV and HDTV. And I, I just think uh, we don't give enough thought to how fast the game is played. I, I always say this, and we do this on Thursday night on, on All Access. Like we, Jeff does a film room, and... It is always amazing to me if you stop a play and you see where, say, like a defensive guy is, and then you go one frame of video, mm -hmm. one frame of video, and you see where he is yeah. after that. It's like, holy cow, like he's like four yards different from where he was. For sure. <laughs> yeah, man. That's how fast the game is. Mm -hmm. And they want you to be able to decide whether it hit him in the hamstrings or in the stomach area rather than in the head or in the, the legs, and they want you to make the tackle and not miss a tackle. I mean, it's, yeah. I just think it's ludicrous. No, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm all for player safety and keeping guys healthy so they can play as long as possible and hopefully, you know, have some sort of a life after football. I'm all about that. But the people that make these rules, or if it's Tom Brady, they've, they've never been in a situation where you're trying to make a play like that. Like, they, they just don't know how quick the game is. They, they don't know how fast the game is and literally milliseconds to try to respond, to try to protect yourself, but also, you know, make a good play as well. They, they, they just, they don't know. And, you know, the constant progression of the rules in terms of always favoring, like, I, I get the quarterbacks, and I, listen, I get all of it, right, because you're trying to score points. You're trying to keep quarterbacks healthy. You're trying to keep wide receivers healthy. You're trying to put defenses at a disadvantage because points uh, make money. Points uh, become entertaining. Entertainment becomes sponsorship dollars. Sponsorship dollars becomes revenue. I get how that works. But at some point, you got to go, okay, 
we got to keep it within the realm of reason because I mean I don't know what to look at the next five years, but but eventually it might get to the point where it's like defenders are getting hurt now because they're they're, they're laying off and maybe they put themselves at risk. Yeah, and I don't want to see that either. I think uh, w when they said that and you talk about the play, it's literally would be two hand touch. Mm -hmm. Like you lines would just play two hand touch football. Yeah, um, if you're going to do it that way and. I think the defenders have done really a hell of a job if you look at the last 10 years in, in learning the game and trying to stay away from hurting people and hitting these just devastating hits. And I mean, I think they've done a really good job, but I don't know, I don't know what else they can do. I mean, playing like a defensive lineman is one thing. There is no, like, if, if my son ever wants to play football and he wants to, you know, go to college, I'm like, dude, don't play safety. Don't play corner. You better hope that you're big enough because you're playing defensive line, you're playing on offense because in terms of playing the secondary, they do you guys so much a disservice that it's not even fun to me to play. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, hey, got uh, the got a couple games tonight. Eagles and uh, Fly, Eagles Fly. Uh, Washington. Washington yeah. spit by the bug. Yeah, I mean, are, are they going to field the team tonight, or is it like the replacements? Who do they say is playing quarterback? Did you they see? haven't said. No, nah, <laughs> I think I just saw. Oh, well, if you just saw that. Give me, give me my options. I forget his Kyle name. Kyle Allen. Mm. Oh. Taylor Heineke. No, I don't think oh, so. Okay, I'll get it in a minute. Uh, Taylor Heineke oh, and Kyle uh, Allen Garrett, did not clear. Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert. Yep, former uh, Browns guy, right? Did he play for the Browns? Maybe. He played in the AAF too. Oh, okay. Oh, that guy. Yeah. And good luck. Yeah. Oh, you, don't, you don't remember him? He played no. in the AAF. It did pretty well. Yeah. Maybe he was with like the Cowboys in like the that sounds right. preseason or that something. That is right. But okay. he's. But now I got to rely on him throwing to McLaurin. Yeah, it's Ooh, that's a rough one. Casey's uh, a good receiver, though. You can make it happen. Seahawks and the Rams. Uh, I mean, any yeah. chance the Seahawks? Yeah, I don't think so. They're down like 20 guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really... Just, it's it, wild. It's really too bad. I mean, it, it, the Browns, that was a huge game for them. Yeah. And they end up playing it, you know, with a third-string quarterback. They almost pull it out anyway, but... Uh, it's just really tough. I mean, it's a tough situation to be in. Obviously, the league must go on. Like, I don't fault the league. I just think it's a really bad break for these teams that are well, running into it. And it's it's really a bad break for fantasy football as well. I mean, Casey, do you think that, I mean, granted, there's going to be a champion this year, whatever. Mm -hmm. But giant asterisks next to the champion this year? <laughs> not yet. Of, oh, because you're starting to? <laughs> not, not yet. yet. Let's, let's wait and see how it plays out a little more. <laughs> yeah. It okay. looks like I'm having to go to tight end number three, though, so that's going to be tough. Oof. Lost. I had started with Kelsey, still going strong, but yeah. tested positive. Uh, someone dropped Hawkinson along the way, so I was rolling two tight ends out there. Oh, he's out. And now I'm tight endless, yeah. My other Dang. league, I'm on tight end four. <laughs> wow. The It's been an amazing week. Oh, what a weird week in the NFL, not just because of the the COVID protocol stuff. I mean, some of these teams, I, I did this yesterday. I think there were 14 games played so far, and... No 300-yard passer no. in the NFL. There was one 400. Now Mahomes went 410. Yeah. But I started by my little exercise. I was like, how many yards did Trevor throw for? And it was 210 yards. And I'm like, I bet he threw for more than a lot of other quarterbacks in the NFL this week at 210 yards. It's amazing how many quarterbacks. I, so I, I went back and did. There were three quarterbacks that threw for like 236 yards. Okay. There were a couple that threw for 216 and 212. Sure. I mean, he threw for 210. Davis Mills threw for 209. There were a bunch in the hundreds. Uh, somebody who threw for like 58 yards. Carson Wentz. That was Carson Wentz. But somebody else, well, uh, Bridgewater got hurt, but he threw for 98. And then there was one other quarterback that threw for under 100 yards in their team one. Who else played yesterday? Raiders game. And what else? Was there another the game? Bears. Was it Cousins? It was Cousins. 
I think it was Cousins. He threw for under 100 yards. Okay. And th- so two, three quarterbacks threw for under 100 yards, and two of the teams won. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cousins, 87. And, yeah. That's insane. Well, and meanwhile, Duke Johnson's blowing the doors off of the rushing total for yeah. the week. So. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what a disaster. I know. Where's Miles Gaskin? Where's Miles Gaskin? What a disaster. Yeah. So it's just a what a weird week. And I don't think it was all God, COVID. I couldn't even crack the Jaguars practice squad. My point being, I don't think it was all COVID-related. Like, I, I think it was just an odd week in the NFL. But it also brings to mind, like, we say this a lot. Mm-hmm. And we get to this point, it's like, okay, who's got the best defenses now? Because yeah. there's a style of play change now that we hit late December and have a couple weeks left and into January. And you better start looking around for defenses. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think Green Bay is so dangerous. But I think Dallas is really dangerous because of that. Yeah. And their defense is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at Arizona and the Rams, they could have good defenses if they find themselves. Yeah, well, Detroit just dropped how many points on you? I know, Arizona. but they still could. Yeah, they've been pretty good most of the year. But in the AFC, like, which defense would you ride with in the AFC? Is it the Bills? No, is not the anymore. Patriots? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Colts defense is a turnover machine. They are, but I'm, I'm taking the Patriots still. Yeah. It's actually a pretty good amount of defenses that are, you'd sign up for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the... The, the oddball really is, like, the Chiefs. Well, see, the Bills... I've not sold the Bills anymore, though, either. Yeah. If you let Jonathan Taylor have five touchdowns against you, I have yeah, no... That was, like, a month ago, though. I don't care. Five touchdowns or one running back? Come on. We'll see what they... The, the tell will be this weekend against Patriots. True. That, well, if, uh, the if the Bills are back... If the Bills are going to find their way... It's going to be against the Patriots. All right. We'll be back. Action Sports Chat. You know, I keep talking about Green Bay's defense. They just gave up four touchdowns to Tyler I know, Huntley. That's, that's why I'm not coming with you on that I know, one. I'm you like, can't just take a one-off. That. I don't think you can take a one-off thing. You're only as good as your last game? <laughs> we'll be back. Only good as our last segment. Hopefully the next one's better. We'll be oh, back wow. on Action Sports Chat on ESPN 690. You know, it's frustrating for me. Uh, you know, obviously watching this team while I was out. And, you know, the type of basketball they were playing. And we beat this team by 73. Uh, come back, you know, and, and we lose uh, the day I come back against this team. Uh, it's frustrating. Uh, I was already, you know, kind of in my head. Uh, just, you know, coming back out, you know, trusting my knee. Coming back uh, after missing 12 games. This is going to start being a thing. We were going to do hockey. Like a random hockey sound a week and have Brent guess. Yeah. But it, was that a Laker? No, I really think you should know. You should know. Yeah. I know. I, I didn't oh, listen to I, a lot I, of it. That wasn't Kyrie it. Irving. I got it. So, can, you, can you play one more time, please, just so I can make sure? Sure. Hold on. Yeah, because I, I saw him tweet uh, yesterday. You know, He's it's frustrating back. for me. Yeah, I got uh, it. You know, obviously watching this team while I was out and, you know, the type of basketball they were playing. Mm-hmm. And we beat this team by 73. Uh, Come on. No. I mean, yeah. We lose uh, the day I come back. Yep. Ben knowing that. I mean, it was pretty obvious, Brent, when he'd come on. Jump in. I just hadn't listened to it. That's all good. It beat the it's team by good. 73. Yeah. You know, I think, is it without Morant, did they go like 12 and 1 or something? I couldn't tell you if yeah, I had I'm not to. sure about that. I'm maybe. pretty sure they went on a crazy good stretch without him. Maybe it's like the Leonard Fournette effect. Maybe you have to get rid of him. <laughs> Remember that whole thing when Leonard Fournette didn't play and the other team's good? Yeah. Um... Yeah, the Grizzlies are now 19-13. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Um, <laughs> it's I always I, I find this interesting about the NBA. It's like, how big of a star right now is Morant? 
Now he's been out, so okay, so recency yeah, bias. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, can he be? Is he? He's bigger than Zion. Well, not physically though. As <laughs> ain't nobody. Few are. Few are. But even than in Zion. Memphis, yes. Can he? Is he going to be? Listen, uh, Giannis proved that he could be in Milwaukee. Yeah. Can John Morant be that in Memphis still? Is yeah, I mean. That? You know, he started out, good. No, for sure. He started out like his first year as a facilitator, you know, as a true point guard. But now he's really taking over in terms of a, of a scorer as well. And he's a leader. I mean, the, the guy can kind of do it all. And they're pretty so, good. And they're pretty good. So I think in terms of what he brings to the table, yeah, I think he's got all the makings to be a superstar. It's just weird because, like, the size, you know, he's not the biggest dude out there. Yeah, I get it. But, yeah. As Zion Williamson, should we be concerned about, like, I mean, does he ever play? I mean, he never plays. He's not playing this year. I mean, right. Like, I, I, I'm try, is he going to turn into like, uh, no, see, he's not Odom necessarily yet, but I mean, when's he no, going to play? No. It's a good comp. When's he going to play? See, but, I know. No, I hear you, man. But I also think that Joel Embiid didn't play that much his first couple years in the NBA. Now look okay. at him. You All know right. what I'm saying? So, like, there's cases. That's good. I want to see that story. That no, for sure. For sure. And especially, like, like, I mean, there's also Greg Oden who didn't get to play at all. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there. There's cautionary tales, and there's tales that go, okay, we got to ease him back into it and then get him right. I mean, I hope it's the side more of Embiid than it is, you know, Odin, but I'm not sure. Well, because here's the deal. In my opinion, casual NBA guy, uh, Morant has Murray State, and I'd be interested to see. Mm -hmm. Zion has the ability to take the NBA to, like, another level. With He's the got things that he can personality, do. Yeah. The, 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 the sports center he highlights all the time. Um, he's got to get himself in shape. He's got to stay healthy. He's got to do all those yeah. things. But yeah. I just think he has a chance to kind of help. To, it doesn't have to be right now, but in the next three, four years, it can take the... It's just, it's got to be so frustrating to have a guy that kind of pitch count, though. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I don't, because, like, you can't win that way. So it's like, all right, well, let's bring this guy along for the first couple of years, and eventually, hopefully, he'll get to the point where he can play in, in a full season. Then we'll see what happens. Should I... Um, should I try to go to the Knicks-Hawks game on Christmas Day no. at Madison Square Garden? Nope. Who are you going to use for your, your uh, ticket provider? <laughs> if you don't walk up and they hand you pieces of paper that they can no, scan, I wouldn't Brent, go. Go on the go on the Knicks game, and then when you exit the arena, get on that TV thing. Wait, uh, what's oh. it called? Um, oh, that thing bomb. that you told yeah, me? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Because that's, like that's, all, that's, all, that's all the rage right now. Is and that. They're, they're playing the Hawks, so you might get some. Oh, for sure, because, oh, Trey Young? Yeah. To, you got to go. If you go. You got to go. You need to post a video or at least send it to us when the people are training, chanting uh, Trey Young is balding. Yep. We're going to need that video. Yep. You got to be in there screaming it. Side talk, by the way. So as soon as you exit I, I, the arena. I saw the video yeah. the one time. Well, there's tons of them now, though. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, of them. I mean, it's like super popular. Yeah. Why don't we do that in Jacksonville? <laughs> we could create something. That's our TikTok account. Hey, well, good thing the season's over. Well, that's what I wanted to do this year with my, you know, three things after the game. I yeah. wanted to go and just ask people. Yeah, you were so. going to do something. Yeah, but Similar. I, you know, I wasn't going to pay it, so. I'll, I'll do it next year. <laughs> we'll All see. Right. We'll see you on TV tonight. CBS 47, Fox 30. Tomorrow, back at it, 3 to 6 p.m. on ESPN 690. Have a good night, everybody. By the way, no Florida State UNF playing today. I think, uh, as you probably know, they... Uh, we're canceled because of COVID, so you won't hear FSU basketball tonight on ESPN 690. Have a good night.